0: Hey everybody! I'm Dan Davidson, and I'm Bill Smith, and it's time for the news from TrekNews.net. <laughs> Spanning the Alpha Quadrant <laughs> for all the news on all the Star Trek show. <laughs> it's TrekNews.net. <laughs> I'm Oh, sorry. <laughs> Online at treknews.net. Welcome, everybody, to the the second freestanding episode of the Trek Geeks News Show, the news from treknews.net, where we're going to talk about some stories. Um, And and Dan, huh. first off, there's, there's a recent development today on social media. Um, The Star Trek original series set tour in Ticonderoga, New York, posted a photo that has made a lot of people really happy and anxious to go see the sets in Ticonderoga. We love
1: them. We do. They are so awesome. Yeah, they posted out something on Twitter and Facebook and all their social media-like pages that in addition to the original series set tour, which is just absolutely phenomenal, and we recommend everybody go and see it, they're expanding, yo, as you like to say in your start of Trek News, yo. Uh, the Next yo. Generation set is coming to Ticonderoga. They are busily preparing to expand The sets from the next generation. So soon enough, you're going to be able to walk through the Enterprise 1701-D in addition to the original Enterprise. That's like two generations in one trip to Ticonderoga, and I'm
0: just having a hard time
1: fathoming that.
0: Maybe they should call it Star Trek set tour Generations.
1: But then that would reference Generations, the movie which you hate.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, the one thing that I'm sure of and certain of is that they're going to put the same exact detail and care and feeding into these next-gen sets as they have with the TOS sets. I mean, you feel like you've beamed literally on board to the Enterprise because there are no open walls.
1: I have a great idea. Oh, boy. Yeah, so you got the set, which we now know, the original set tour is right here, yeah. and then the next one's going to be in another building. They should have like a rickety bridge that you have to cross over to get to it, and like a mannequin of Kirk could be like underneath it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's just horrible. Why would you do that?
1: <laughs> just thought of it. Dude. And it could be like there could be like heat lamps in that room that you cross over with the bridge, so it's like on Viridian 3, which was really in Vegas in the mountains in Vegas. That would be amazing. I'm gonna I'm gonna pencil that in.
0: I was gonna suggest an Iconian gateway transitionary Ooh. room. That would be cool too. Which nice. would be kind of neat. The Guardian? Yeah, but they probably have to pay Harlan's estate for that. <laughs> oh, man,
1: <that's> <laughs> Whatever they do, it's going to be fantastic because the attention to detail that James and his crew puts uh, in the original set and the stuff that they've added. They recently added the um, uh, Mirror Mirror Tantalus um, Field and Kirk's Quarters, mm-hmm. which looks fantastic. I can't wait to
0: see this because I'm sure it's going to be better than anything else out there. Likewise, and officially licensed, which is the best part. That's always cool, yeah. If you've been thinking about taking a trip to Ticonderoga, um, you're going to want to think about it a little more. That's all we're saying. Mm -hmm. So Dan, up next, an incredible honor was recently bestowed on Star Trek, which really highlights the very definition of what Star Trek is all about.
1: Yeah, absolutely, especially here in 2020, my friend, with all the craziness that's going on in the world. Yes, the Television Critics Association recently presented the prestigious Heritage Award to our beloved Star Trek franchise in recognition of, quote, The groundbreaking series which brought the future to life, illustrating a unique vision that is equal parts hopeful and cautious as it explored issues such as bigotry, religion, politics, sexism, and human rights through timeless stories of love, war, intrigue, and adventure in outer space. As the jet goes by, we will continue with the help of a strong cast that was among the first to feature an African-American actress in a significant leading role End quote. All of that was a direct quote, except for the jet
0: that went over, but that's okay. <laughs> See now I can't cut that out because you made it very hard. We can
1: I, I can I can do it again, that's fine.
0: No, just keep going. Okay. Um You know, that is it is quite an honor, but the best part is that Rod Roddenberry got to accept the award on behalf of Star Trek, which makes it even more special. I mean, you know, obviously Rod has an executive producer credit on all of the new Star Treks that occur now, Mm -hmm. and to know that he's as vested in the franchise to sort of kind of keep the gene's vision in – in Gene's vision uh, really means a lot and I think it's, I think it's amazing. It's, it's perfect timing.
1: And you could tell in the video that they posted over on StarTrek.com how, how proud he was of it. Uh, it's always good to see Rod uh, doing things like that and, and I, I for one love the fact that he's an executive producer on all new series. I think he does his dad proud.
0: Oh, absolutely he does. Yeah. I think his dad would be amazed. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, Dan. Up next, the premiere episode of the official Star Trek podcast, Star Trek: The Pod Directive, recently de- recently debuted, and they certainly didn't waste any time bringing in a big name. And I might add that the official Star Trek podcast is still not us.
1: <laughs> that took me a second. I'm like, where are you going with that? Yeah, there's something about Stiller, isn't there, Bill? <laughs> anyway, um, it was is great. That, to- is that yeah. hair gel? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what hair? Anyway, uh, <laughs> it was uh, great to hear everyone's favorite Mariner, Tawny Newsom and her co-host, Paul F. Tompkins, on their debut episode of what you said is the new official Star Trek podcast. And in this first episode, they sit down with actor, director, and producer Ben Stiller to talk all things Star Trek memorabilia. And I got to tell you, man, I was never aware of how much of a Trek fan Ben is, and they go deep into Stiller's Trek collection, his childhood memories of the show. And the way his fandom pops up in many of his projects, even to this day. For example, he had great memories of putting the Gornhead from Arena and Leonard Nimoy's season two Spock ears in Matthew McGonaghy's office in Tropic Thunder. That is some cool
0: stuff. I mean, you have to expect that for for a guy whose production company is called Red Hour Productions... <laughs> And it is named after Return of the Archons. Yeah, um, that he would have to uh, to to be a, a deep, deep Trekkie, and you know, it's just, it makes me happy. I'm glad that they're getting some some interesting people to talk to on that podcast. I haven't listened to it yet because in in quarantine, I haven't listened to a whole lot of podcasts because I'm not commuting these days. True, um, but I'll have to go out of my way to to listen to that because I'm curious as to as to what the podcast is like. Honestly. I think that as long as they keep it about Star Trek and fandom, mm-hmm. which I think is the key, I think that they'll right. have a, a long, long successful run.
1: I think so too. And, and, th- and this story can kind of tie into our first story that we did. They need to get Ben Stiller up to Ticonderoga to that set tour. The yeah. stories they could tell.
0: Well, I mean, Tawny Newsom asked him, you know, what would you do with your night at the museum if you were staying on board the Enterprise? <laughs> I saw the clip of this online, and he's like, oh, I'd go up to the bridge of the Enterprise. I'm like, dude, you can go to the bridge of the Enterprise. <laughs> and I am pretty sure that they will let you spend the night because you're Ben Stiller.
1: Absolutely. That would be awesome. Let's do it. And we'll go cover it for
0: Trek Geeks for the news. Da-da-da-da. You just yeah. can't wear your onesie this time.
1: You <laughs> mean I won't wear anything? That's kind of awful.
0: That's not at all what that means. Dan, okay. next up, we want to uh, talk about some changes, because change is inevitable. And they're going to come next year for CBS All Access, and we're not surprised about it at all.
1: Uh, yeah, with the recent merger of Paramount and CBS, we we really knew something would be happening. And in 2021, CBS All Access will be getting a rebranding. After months of rumors and hints, CBS All Access is officially taking the name Paramount Plus as part of a huge expansion plan kicking off in 2021. Now, one of the biggest parts of this announcement is that in addition to the name change, Paramount Plus will finally be available across the globe with an initial debut in Australia, Latin America, and the Nordics in 2021. And with this merger, the new service will, be, uh, will have over 30,000 TV episodes and movies across the huge Paramount and CBS spectrum. Now, of course, this doesn't change a thing regarding Discovery, Lower Deck, Strange New World, Section 31, and on and on. Uh, all of these Star Trek shows will still be on this streaming service. Paramount Plus. It's a household name. Little Forrest Gump. There. That's a terrible name. It's I, I, Somebody pointed out, I'm not sure who it was. I think it was our friend Alex Perry. They had a huge marketing department, and they came up with Paramount Plus.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's Apple TV Plus. There's Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah. Enough with the pluses already. Yeah. You know, uh, just call it Paramount. Because, uh, I mean, I think the name speaks for itself, quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or call it Paramount TV. Or, I don't know, UPN. Uh uh, call it the Star Trek app. I don't care anything. anything, anything
1: but and 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 the the I read the official release and I kind of snickered, but it's like wow, this is a huge pun that that the Paramount Plus streaming service
0: is gonna have a mountain
1: of entertainment. Yeah, that was.
0: Uh, <laughs> did they have you write that? Because that's as bad as one of your farcisms on Trek geeks. So what do yes. we have next in new. <laughs> well, no, there's only, uh, the other thing we want to bring up regarding this is this doesn't necessarily change any of the international distribution mm-hmm. for Star Trek that is currently in new production or in production now. Correct. So whether it's Discovery or Lower Decks or Strange New Worlds or Picard, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's automatically going to show up on this platform in any other place other than uh, the ones that we mentioned. If you're in the UK, for example, you're probably still dealing with Netflix and Amazon. Right. For a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because they have
0: contracts, yo. Well, that's it. And until <laughs> those contracts are up, um, I don't think you'll see that content move back to yeah. um, Paramount All Access. Yeah. Um, which would have been a better name.
1: And, you know, I got to say, I've gotten used to CBS All Access, and I'm kind of digging it. And so now it's going to change, and we'll have to get used to this. Yeah. Uh, eh.
0: It's an app. I mean, I don't think it matters. Lots of stuff to watch, though. Uh, There's already a lot of stuff to watch.
1: I know, but there'll be more. That's the thing. There'll be more, Bill.
0: Well, speaking (laughs) of more, Dan. Oh. Last up, um, the Amazon Music platform, which has been designed to compete with things like Apple Music and Spotify, Mm -hmm. now has, as of today, September 16th, 2020, podcasts. And wouldn't you know that the Trek Geeks Podcast Network Is front and center. What a birthday present. That's (laughs) awesome. So
1: now I can go mow the lawn today when I have to do my chores still. And I can put my uh, aftershocks on and, and pull up a Trek Geek's podcast network show because they're all there people trek geeks discovering trek polatrex five-year mission what a great name picard live rewind infinite trek and deep space pride they're all right there on amazon music i pulled up the page and man it looks professional and everything it's 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 wonderful nicely done I didn't do any of that. I, they well, did it all. I, I know, but I'm saying that. I wouldn't say nicely done to you. You don't do anything good. I'm saying nicely done Amazon. They're fantastic. Oh. I love them. It looks Thank great. Yeah. Alexa, play, start, play the Trek Geeks Podcast Network, and it's like it happens.
0: <laughs> well it's great you know uh, as as more and more platforms adopt podcasts as as this medium becomes more accepted i mean you're gonna see shows not just ours but all kinds of great podcasts star trek or not um introduced on these platforms so that people can kind of have one-stop shopping which is fantastic in addition to original podcasts which amazon will do um you can find the likes of us so hopefully we don't muddy the waters a little too bad too that's, much. A, that's a lot of mud
1: that's um, a lot of that's mud. That's a lot of mud, but uh, it's, it's exciting. You know, Amazon is taking over the world, and it is Skynet. Uh, we all know that. It's all going to happen. Um, so why not be part of it, right? See, I think <laughs> Google is Skynet. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what? I think Google, Amazon, and Apple are all going to, like, merge into one giant dominion and kill us all.
0: Let's get... Wow! Wow! Where did that's, that go? That's a cheery newscast this week. <laughs> well, that's the news for the week of September sixteenth, twenty twenty. Until next time, we hope you guys all live long and prosper.
1: Coconut. Really? That's it? That's all I got. It's, you know, it's my birthday. I can do what I want.
0: Music for Trek
1: Geeks is provided by Five Year Mission. They're writing an original song for each episode of Star Trek. Hear more of their music at FiveYearMission.net. Trek Geeks is a production of Coconut Media Works, executive producers Bill Smith and Dan Davidson. For more great Star Trek discussion, discover the other shows of the Trek Geeks podcast network at trekgeeks.com or find us in Apple Podcasts, Spotify,
0: or your favorite podcast app.